Echo has came and went, and for better or worse, it's so weird doing it with this helmet on. Join us as we discuss and review Echo Season 1. There were so many things about this show I enjoyed. The seriousness, the grittiness, the, the kingpin. This is the kingpin that we all know and love. Once again, in the MCU, the side characters. I really enjoyed the side characters. There was very good acting performances. Even Alakwa Cox, if that's how you pronounce her name, the girl that plays uh, Maya Rudolph on the show. To the She, she stepped up her performance, I thought. Maya Rudolph. <laughs> this is an SNL, man. <laughs> Maya, Maya Rudolph was on this? I said, I said Rudolph. Maya Lopez. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Keep going. Don't edit. With all that being said, there were some things I didn't like. I did not like how they tried to tie the Netflix stuff into the MCU, which apparently now is canon. The ending of the show was the, not the worst, because we had Secret Invasion, but the second worst ending for an MCU show that we've gotten. And it almost ruined the entire thing for me. It dropped it from like, a, it could have been a seven, but it dropped it from a seven to like, I don't know, a four or a five to me. What'd you guys think? I went into this show with, with absolutely no expectations, okay? Yeah, yeah. I have no clamoring for this character. I had no previous knowledge of the storyline very well. I also just didn't really care. I, I had read all the stuff that had come out about how they had to do the reshoots and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of what I think about the show came from the fact that I had these really, really low expectations. So actually the first three or four episodes, there were things I didn't care for. Like I didn't care for all the Native American flashbacks about them playing some Native American Quidditch game and that kind of stuff. But <laughs> but at the same time, I also appreciated the grittiness, something to be a little more R-rated in the MCU. I thought that was pretty cool. The one thing that I just can't get over and that I think that you've already mentioned that I think these guys are going to mention, the ending to this was just abysmal. It was just absolutely terrible. I mean, it it was a lot of these Disney Plus shows have had the same thing where I'm willing to give it a chance based on the first couple episodes and I kind of get looped in and I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And then we get to the end. That's the way it was with Secret Invasion. That's the way it was with Moon Knight. That's the way it was with a lot of these. Then we get to the end and it's just a cartoon show by the end. Everything going a million different directions. There's just a lot that I didn't like about it. I, I'm First of all, I'm going to start with the Kingpin, who is one of the best villains in the Marvel comic book series yes but then all of a sudden he becomes something that he's just never he never is in the comic books this is the kind of chore that the kingpin never would have done himself in my mind in the daredevil series do you guys remember they wouldn't they weren't even allowed to say his name for like the first three episodes <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean and it gets to the point where now he's like going to run errands and take out hits himself that's not that's not the kingpin the kingpin is so much more powerful than that he has people on top of people on top of people that could go do that kind of stuff for him so that's number one is it's not really true to the kingpin character the next thing it just that that ending where she channels all this energy from the 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 Native American flashbacks that she's been having to apparently turn her mom and her sister into some version of the yeah. iron, the iron fist. <clears throat> I, I don't know what, what that was. 
but it just did not work. It just didn't land. What would have made more sense to the story was for her mom or sister to get shot or something and for her to heal. That would have made a lot more sense than what they ended up doing. Yeah. This was one of those shows you could tell that there were several rewrites done. The fact that everything had to take place with a Native American festival at the end and it had to be, they had to put her in the classic Native American garb and all that. It, it all just felt very forced. It felt very unnatural. I could see why this one almost got shelved by Marvel. That was one of the reasons I didn't like the first Shazam was because at the end of the movie, he wasn't special anymore because his powers were transferred to all the other Shazam friends. Same thing here. You know, her friend and her grandma. Everybody's a superhero now. So, yeah, I didn't like that either. Darren. Wow, Tim's covered pretty much a lot of what I was going to say, um, but I guess to hone in on a couple of things myself, uh, yeah, I just I don't think that they knew what they wanted to do with this uh, show, period. And I don't think they should have made it based on the character, period. I get what they're trying to do. They want to try and uh, entice new viewers of different backgrounds and all that and everything. But this just goes back to, like, there aren't characters that really we care about. I mean, maybe there's a large following for Echo out there. I certainly don't ever hear anything from any of them or know any of them. Yeah, the Kingpin, I was not a fan of, like, that scene where he's opening up. This is going to tell you about exactly why I am the way I am or whatever. And he opens this hammer that he killed his dad with in the box wrapped up nice and neat just little things like that it's like yeah good it all goes back and but to your point about the native american stuff it just seemed very forced it's just like or they force like every single second it's just like they're doing something native american her family very stereotypically native american -y. let's point it out and show it in the film you know at the fairgrounds and stuff and they're selling all the indian jewelry and trinkets and things like that it's like this is that how i mean it just is that how it is it's it on just, the nose. It's it very on the nose. So, it just seems so unnatural because yeah, the character, yeah. it, the character itself, it's not a big part of the character. Yeah, it's she, like she, yeah. she is, she is Native American, but that kind of stuff it doesn't just, define doesn't, her. It does not fit in with the character. <clears throat> To have to try to put her in the garb and to have to try to have her channel all this energy from... It, it just doesn't fit with the character. That's all. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, in all honesty. <laughs> if I look at it as a show, mm -hmm. not a MCU show, it's like, okay, this is an interesting five-episode miniseries on NBC or whatever about this girl that travels back and she basically travels back to her roots. She learns that her uh, current life follows her back home. You know, that sounds like a movie or a show I've seen a hundred thousand times. Mm -hmm. When you make it Marvel, I think there are certain expectations that come with it and throwing a Marvel spotlight yeah. doesn't really change that. I know that Marvel spotlight means you don't have to watch the first 30 movies in order to know. And I think that's ultimately really good because that can be kind of overwhelming for people. And it sounds like Daredevil is going to be under the Marvel spotlight feature as well. But Echo is a certain character in the comic books and that is not the person that I saw on the screen. Exactly. Her echo abilities are because she's similar to Taskmaster mm -hmm. in that she sees somebody do it and she can recreate those fighting mm -hmm. abilities. That's how she can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Wolverine. It's not because she channels mutant powers from the creation of time. <laughs> and so that was very much, that threw me off. But when I step out of the MCU and go to just watching a show on CBS, like, oh, that's kind of cool. They showed throughout the years each person has this ability and it's in her lineage. Okay. Echo has a leg. <laughs> she she has two legs in the in the comic book. She has she paints the white paint on of a hand on her face because her dad died and that's how that happened. And you see a little bit of that in the Hawkeye 
show. Yeah. But then it's totally dropped. So that was a, a bit of a, a bummer for me, just in who she is. Uh, they really could have leaned into how she is in, in the books. I mean, for goodness sake, she becomes Ronin mm-hmm. in the comic book. She is Ronin. She's the first Ronin and, jo- and infiltrates and joins the New Avengers. And we just didn't see something like that. Kingpin, I understand why he came back and he didn't use all his lackeys because he views her as his daughter. Yeah, it's personal to him. So that, I, I can have some forgiveness for that. That he, she's a special one. This isn't just some mobster that told the kingpin the wrong thing and he's going to go to Oklahoma or wherever she was to take him out. So that's what I, those are my general thoughts. The editing for me felt very hodgepodge together too. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that at the beginning I was like, okay, everything's really good except for the editing. But you know, if we can just hold strong to that finale comes... <laughs> But yeah, that, that that's the thing for me. At the end of the day, that finale was just a huge letdown. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I thought everything was kind of going smoothly, just like Secret Invasion, until the very end. One of the things that was really confusing to me is why it didn't get the standard MCU intro if it's supposed to be in the MCU universe. And Darren and Jared and I were talking about that a little bit. I went back and forth before Jared kind of informed me that that's what Marvel Spotlight is. Marvel Spotlight is supposed to be something that is kind of in the Marvel Universe, but set apart from the rest of the stories. It almost felt like they were kind of introducing a whole new line of of Marvel projects where it it wasn't going to be related to the MCU, which was odd because there were obvious ties to the MCU. Hawkeye was in it. Daredevil was in it. It was one of those things that was kind of a little interesting. That's kind of the feel that you got. You got the feel like this wasn't part of the MCU. You know, maybe that's by design so that if there's no clamoring for it, they can just shelve it and say, we're not going to touch that again. When the MCU is doing projects like that to try to kind of catch lightning in a bottle, it it shows you that they're kind of behind. They're trying to see what people are going to be interested in, but they have to try to introduce these characters that check a certain amount of boxes in order to, to make them feel like they're doing it the right way. And so, like I said, the first four episodes, I actually kind of I actually kind of liked. It was basically just a mob show. But then that finale came, and it just completely wiped away anything that could have been good. Daredevil had a very short appearance in the show. For those of us that were coming aboard because of Daredevil, we didn't get a whole lot there, you yeah. know. What we got from him was relatively good, I thought. I mean, it was there for, like, about a minute. Yeah, one yeah. minute. I feel like, uh, I was talking to Tim, too, I was like, oh, well, I feel like they might have wanted to make Echo a little bit longer, and after they cut Daredevil Born Again from the scene, a bunch of the Echo scenes with him, uh, the both of them probably got, mm-hmm. can't put on the chopping block. So I was actually shocked at the lack of Daredevil in this, because that just seems like something that Disney would have been... It's a very sliding natural. Yeah, it's a very natural there. fit for the series. Yeah, and why do that? If you're not going to introduce the one character that people actually want to see more of in a show like this, like I don't know, it's like you can't put him in this, but you're going to put him in the She-Hulk series, yeah. and, and in a way that didn't make sense. It just it a lot of that was just kind of odd. It was well, not. I was surprised not after ideal. the first, like so the first episode was I thought was really good. <clears throat> you know, you got your flashbacks with Hawkeye and the Kingpin and all that kind of stuff. It's like, this is, I think maybe I can do this. this <laughs> That's the way I felt. Echo yeah. in the city with Kingpin. And then when it ended and she's on her motorcycle to leave, like, oh no, we're going back to our roots. And we're not going to be like the mobster Echo. Like, I want to see Echo being, you know, turning into this mob boss for Kingpin and, and how she mm-hmm. she acted for, for Kingpin. All the terrible things that she did, you know, some flashbacks and stuff. 
maybe a little less of going to Grandpa's uh, antique store and exactly. another leg and that kind of stuff. Even and, though we got some charming stuff out of that. And I do feel like... Totally. I, and it reminded me of the Ms. Marvel cast. And I know that people didn't like Ms. Marvel, but she had a stellar supporting cast. And her family was better than she was. <laughs> like, I enjoyed the, that, that cast. And I did like that, oh, you know, this, this death kind of, like, pulled Grandma and Grandpa away. Like, that's why they have... They got a divorce and and all the different things that you didn't see play in until the final episode when you realized. And the editing definitely suffered because it was supposed to be six episodes and then they changed it to five. So you can see how, like, oh, wait, Maya has been in touch with Grandpa? Because they didn't show that. She just shows up to the trading store or whatever and they're (laughs) like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Wait, whoa, what? (laughs) We thought you were gone for 20 years. So you can see that there was stuff that that was definitely left. I am excited for how it ended Post credit, yeah, I just like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so if we hate how Kingpin was defeated, which we all do, at least we've got him going for mayor in yeah. Daredevil. Somehow, I didn't mind him being defeated the way he was in this show nearly as much as Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye, he got punked out by a six, sixteen, seventeen-year-old girl that was a superhero for a week. In this, at least, you know. It, the defeat was kind of more like She-Hulk beating the Hulk. It wasn't like a defeat with her foot on his chest. It was just her doing this, whatever this is. You know, like, Kingpin, hopefully we'll get to see him do something cool. When you only got five episodes, which we only had here, I feel like there was a lot of wasted time on the Native American flashback scenes. I don't need to see five, ten minutes of that lacrosse game they were playing or whatever it was i I don't need to see i don't need to see every you know all these naked people coming out of the pools before the cave collapses and you know what what i what i what i i need to see the story that matters and a lot of that stuff just felt like wasted time to me yeah so a scene i did like biscuit and the train yeah yeah i thought that was was really well done biscuits was a good character for the truck and he's gonna crash and and biscuit brought it home biscuits was probably the only character that i want to see again from this whole show (laughs) i felt like her uncle uh the skating rink guy couldn't act his way out of nothing for anything really i thought he was was good oh really yeah i enjoyed his performance i love to make skating great again if you guys had to rate it where would you rate it at I mean, it was definitely above She-Hulk. It was above Moon Knight, Ms. Ms. Marvel, and Secret Invasion for me. I am all about rewatchability. Could I rewatch this this show? I think I could. So I think I would give it probably about a six and a half. Wow. Wow. Darren? I'll go, uh... It's called... It's five episodes long. I'll give it one point for each episode. I'll give it a five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, enough. make it two. It's going to be a five for me because I did like it better than both What If series. I did like it better than Ms. Marvel, oh, better yeah, than but... Moon Knight, better than She Hulk. I mean, this just speaks to the the quality of the Disney Plus content uh, overall. I mean, I yeah. think there's there's only one or two projects I would give much higher than that, and that's kind of that's kind of the problem uh, with Marvel. Right? These projects matter just as much to the MCU as the movies do, and look at where we're rating them, and there's so many of them. But yeah, I would give it a five. I rated Secret Invasion a 4.5, and I think that that's being generous. So this is barely better than that. It's not better than She-Hulk, but it is barely better than Secret Invasion, so I gave it a 5 as well. Yeah, it's definitely not better than She-Hulk. Have a great day. Check us out on social media. Check these guys out on social media. And until next time. He's wrong. Have a wonderful day.